This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. Hello, this is Ian Carter. Before you get stuck into this pod, I want to tell you quickly about a brand new podcast series all about the Open. Every Thursday, Catherine Downs and I will revisit memorable moments and discover unheard stories from past championships from some of the biggest names in golf, like Rory McIlroy. To win an Open Championship, the Claret Jug, that trophy that you've dreamed your whole life of winning, those are the moments that you'll never forget. Colin Morikawa. For me, all I'm focused on are the goals. How do I go win this week? How do I defend the Open. And we'll hear all about Seve Ballesteros. He was a highly competitive player, but he had a delightful game. He changed the way the game was played. It's to get you in the mood ahead of the 150th Open Championship at St Andrews, which Five Live will bring you from the 14th of July. Listen on the Five Live All About podcast feed, only on BBC Sounds. Guys, this is your warning. We do swear occasionally. Every now and then, we'll say the word... Sometimes, sometimes, and even maybe. But don't let that put you off. We're nice people. We beep them out so your kids can listen. (laughs) Enjoy. And cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Hartley falls down the track, comes scoring. This time, chicken axe. It's either six or out. It's six. Hello and welcome back to No Balls, the cricket podcast with me, Kate Cross, and you, Alex Hartley. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Who knows? I actually had to text you about an hour ago being like, just check in. 11 o'clock is in half an hour for you because we've tried this so many times with time difference and we always get it wrong. Always, always get it wrong. But it was and it it swiftly reminded me that I should get out of bed for the podcast. (laughs) Nice. It's nice to see you. We've actually not spoke for a full on week. Literally, you went out to India and I've obviously just been, well, just cricket training. But then this weekend, I've had a weekend like away from my phone and yesterday you texted me like, hello. I was like, Hi. Well, you've been playing cricket, haven't you? We've had uh, the first instalment of the Charlotte Edwards Cup. You've been busy with that. Um, I've been busy flying to India. Yeah, yeah, that took a week. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know, you're there for the the Women's Challenger Cup, is it called? Uh, the Women's T20 Challenge Cup, yeah. Same, same. Basically, a women's IPL that's not a women's IPL, because you can't call it women's IPL, because there isn't a women's IPL, but it's connected to the IPL, so it's a women's IPL. Yes. <laughs> so it's the exhibition exhibition games of the women's IPL. Um, Sophie Eccleston and Sophia Dunkley are also here, which is very funny because <laughs> basically we got announced based on our passport. So we sent our passports over to the BCCI and they obviously saw that I'm Catherine on my passport. So I was announced as Catherine Cross and Dunks was, <laughs> has gone out on the internet as Sophia Brown. Yeah. And everyone's like, who's Sophia Brown? But she's Sophia Dunkley Brown. And she's been announced as Sophia Brown. So it's all a bit confusing. Yeah, but she's got Dunkley on her shirt, has she, I guess. Yes. So all, I did see it all got changed. It did all get changed. But I was like, Sophia Brown? I was like, I know exactly who that is. So yeah, it's all been a bit random. I found out like four days before I was flying that my visa had been approved. So a bit of a rush job. Um, obviously, it was meant to be playing for Thunder in the Charlotte Edwards Cup. 
We didn't actually need you. I'm in Puna. We didn't need you that one one game. No, you smashed it. Always, always turn up against Yorkshire. Literally, always. And then, I guess, we needed you for the game after. (laughs) Yeah, we watched that on the live stream, actually. By the way, can we just talk about how good the live stream is? Like, we were able to watch over here... And it's so good. It is genuinely so, so yeah, good. Yeah, it is amazing. We had 45,000 people watching against Yorkshire. Well, four of them were in my room <laughs> that weren't even counted because Alana King was watching, Dunks was watching, Eccles was watching. So I'd, I'd at least three more onto that. Oh, so there was four people watching us, just not ball straight. Mm, that was my feedback. Yeah. It was, it was tough to watch. Mm. Mm. It was tough to play it. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, we're one from three as the Thunder. We've got, we're going to be fighting uphill, I think, to get into those finals day. <laughs> Do you know what? It's fine. We win the next three. We're in finals day. You're, you're flying. You're fine. I've got something on my sticky note that I want to ask you about. Yeah. Um, I feel like last... It wasn't last week because we were a bit behind on this podcast. I think we're about 10 days since the episode came out. But we just brushed over it in the last episode and I think we should address okay. it. But I don't know. I genuinely don't know if you want to talk about it. So you're allowed to say no. Um, we said in our roundup of the news that wasn't the news anymore because it was hindsight that you'd step down as captain. Yes. And we just didn't talk about it. So is it something you're willing to talk yeah, about? Yeah, you got some questions for me or something. Well, I've got it written on my sticky note and it just says you stepped down as captain. But I just, yeah, I just thought we'd give people maybe a bit of an, I obviously do know, but a bit of an insight into why you stepped down. Because... In the roundup episode of the World Cup prior to our break, you said you weren't ready to talk about it. So maybe now's a good oh, time. Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, I just thought, right, I'm not going to play cricket forever. And I, do I have an idea? Not many people do. No. Well, okay. I'm not going to play cricket for the next five years. Whereas that team will probably all play together for the next five years. I don't know when I'll retire. It might be tomorrow. It might be next year or the year after. I don't. I genuinely don't know. But I just thought, while I'm still playing, or definitely still playing, I can help the next captain so I can be there to guide them, give advice. Um, And also another part of it was that I was a bit unsure whether I wanted to go back and play. So to make it more fair on the team, I thought, well, if I step down as captain, selfishly, I can just turn up to training and concentrate on me and try and get a bit of love back for the game. So it took a bit of pressure off you, basically. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of working. I'm bowling all right. Yeah, that's good. Best when fresh. But yeah, I guess for people outside of our environment, it might have seemed like a strange decision or a bit sudden or whatever. But I guess if people didn't know where you're at with your cricket or where that group is at as a a, like their environment where it's at, then I thought we'd give a bit of background. Yeah, I also yeah, I also thought it was unfair that like I work quite a lot and like I miss a few training sessions and I thought it was unfair that as captain. I was doing that as well. So there was there was a lot of things. When I told the coach, I cried and I like started shaking. I was really anxious. I told him on media day. Um, but I guess having that communication, it, they really respected that. And they were like, thank you. They were like, um, okay, I need to find a new captain. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Next. See ya. <laughs> oh, good. Right. Okay. So you're okay. You're yeah, fine. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. I, are we going straight into sticky notes? I've not even asked you how you are. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm embracing the Indian culture over here. Yeah. Is everything spicy still? I love spicy food. So 
It's so struggling. Soph always struggles with Do the spice. Do you remember we were there once and it was so spicy they brought her out some vanilla ice cream mid-meal? <laughs> yeah. The guy felt really sorry for us who brought her out some ice cream. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's she's not got any better. Crossy, before we actually properly get into this podcast, you haven't started your timer and we're eight minutes in. Oh no! Right, let's start it. Sorry, we're going to be a bit. I'll start it for thirty-five minutes. I think you need to do thirty-two. All right, I'll do thirty because we've done eight minutes already. Sorry, Henry. (laughs) Everyone hated that. By the way, everyone hated the timer last week, which is why I put it on my sticky note to carry on with it because it's funny. All right, I'll write it on mine so I don't forget. But we've got to remember these things. We've got to be better. Um, On my sticky note, I've got a few points. The first one. Greg James had COVID and put it on his Instagram story that he was at home, he was poorly, and he couldn't go into work, so he had to have a couple of days off. Um, he put a picture of him in the bath on his Instagram with no bubbles in it. He often does with that. With no bubbles, Crossy. Oh, I've never noticed that, but he often puts pictures of himself and like does a bit of Instagram story in from his bathtub. Yeah, no bubble bath. No bubbles. Jeez, mm. he's a psycho. Yeah, weird that, innit? I've told you, they live amongst they us. Do. And one of the most famous people on the radio is a psycho. Speaking of the tail enders and weird behaviour, we got tagged in something, didn't we, we? on Twitter, saying that they had basically copyrighted the pig and rat theory. Yeah, but then we... And called it something We got really angry, though, really angry about it. And then we actually listened to what it was, and it's not the pig and rat at all. No, it's not. But we we thought, right, we'll start a little war with them on Twitter and not one of them engaged in it. So that was a great start. Yeah, well done. And then someone was like it's it's actually more they do it on your vibe so you're what is it punk or hippie. punk or hippie or, or something so you could be like a hippie pig or a punk rat or something so yeah anyway ignore it sorry guys we got the wrong end of the we stick. did and we actually played hippie or punk at the dinner table at one of the games <laughs> right okay so it makes sense and it's not pig or rat no it's quite a good game you're definitely a punk am i what are you i don't know they didn't. They didn't actually answer. Oh. Well, I don't know what the theories. No, me neither. Is so I can't. I've just gone either. punk because like dark clothes, bit grumpy, could wear could oh. wear loads of me- dark makeup. <laughs> I imagine you with goth makeup on. What? <laughs> oh, I've taken this too far. This makes no sense. Um, there's a few things on my sticky note. One of them, you thought. This is going back a while now, and if you follow us on social media, you'll have definitely seen this. But you were sat on a train, and you thought <laughs> that you were sat opposite Hugh, Hugh Grant. Honestly, like I was like, I'm, I'm crossy. I'm sat opposite Hugh Grant. This is amazing. So I was like, get a selfie with him for the purposes of the podcast. You were like, no, too embarrassing. Not going to do it. Anyway, you found out it wasn't Hugh Grant. Even after you googled who Hugh Grant I googled, was, I was like, I'm still convinced the man sat opposite you. Yeah. So him. I was like, Hugh, I think it's Hugh Grant, so let me Google it. So I Googled Hugh Grant, and I was like, oh, definitely him. They look the same. Definitely him. Um, turns out it was someone from Gavin and Stacey. Rob Brydon. It was Bryn. Bryn from Gavin and Stacey. Um, so you were very close to going up to Rob Brydon saying, hi, Hugh Grant, please could I have a photo? <laughs> I really was. So, such a heartly moment. I know, I know. And even after I bloody Googled his name as well. You were looking on Google at photos of Hugh Grant and were convinced that that was him sat off at you and it wasn't him. <laughs> that's like, honestly, that's like you being sat next to me and me Googling Paloma Faith. 
and being like (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly the same being like look they're the same don't know why she just came into my head yeah that was a really really weird person to come into your head you did the same last week though with the little red riding hood story (laughs) yeah i did like so rogue um my next sticky note is hashtag 907 which is just the code to get out of the david lloyd um car park and then okay sambuca times nine which is just an order when i went to the bar (laughs) oh how how could you possibly forget that that's such a difficult (laughs) no there was other things on there but you know when you have to write them all down i must have deleted them um but it turns out i've been using our podcast notes as just like a bit of a shopping list clearly just a general note yeah it's dangerous Mm. that we put up on instagram the other week how shocking our return to cricket was when we played at hove in the first game of the charlotte edwards cup um and i actually invited people to share their terrible stories about cricket matches and i wondered if you wanted to go through a few of them because some are very good we put a few up on the story but since then more people got involved and i didn't want to waste how good these stories were right so we had one we basically were on a coach for eight hours we were bowled out for 100 we got one wicket between us your strike rate was under 50 I, i batted and my straight was under 50 and then we had a six hour coach back and we lost so it was a bit like oh cricket why do we love you so much yeah Someone replied saying they drove for three hours for a T20, got a diamond duck. They were all out for 62. They didn't bowl and they were knocked it, they knocked it off in six overs. Diamond duck is when you get run out at the non-striker's end having not faced the ball. Stinker. Yep. Got sent to play for the second team to try and strengthen up their batting. Got dropped twice on the way to the ugliest 17 runs you're ever going to see. <laughs> at least got 17. Seven hours watering and rolling the wicket. Two hours early pre-game for setting it all up. Three drop catches, golden duck, £10 match Oh, nah, stinker. I saw one, right, of a team down south getting bowled out for 25 and the other team knocked it off in two overs. Imagine all those players played £15 stubs as well. (laughs) (laughs) It's mad, isn't it? It's mad what you do for club cricket. Here's one. Drove to Brighton from Liverpool for the game to get rained off as soon as we pulled into the car park. Then on the way home, there was a crash and it took us 15 hours to get back. How fun. 15 hours? Oh, we thought we had it bad on the way down. Uh, This was an interesting one. I'm not sure why anyone would admit to it, but I did screenshot and sent this to you. Um, Thought it was a fart. (laughs) S*** myself. Got sunstroke. Twisted my ankle in the footy warm-up to finish off. Work at 8 a.m. the next day. Didn't win. Um, Why are you on well, that? You could have told us that without telling us you've pooed your pants. <laughs> no one needs to know that you've pooed your pants. <laughs> you know, let me just tell Alex and Grossi I pooed my pants. Uh, maybe because they thought we weren't going to talk about these on the podcast, but here we yeah. are. We didn't plan this, but no. here we go. Well, that's what I was actually out for dinner yesterday. I mean, you get... You get the idea. I was out for dinner yesterday um, with a woman called Susie and her husband. And they were like, do you plan the podcast? I was like, no. And they were like, so do you not write a script or like organise it when your guests come on? I was like, well, it takes us 10 minutes when the guest comes on and we just freehand do the podcast. Well, you do do us a disservice there because we've got a sticky note that's got your drinks order on it. So Yeah, true. Um, well, should we do some questions? Or have you got some more sticky notes? I do have a few more sticky notes. 
so I've got written down here dumb things that you thought were a thing when you were a kid. And I saw it on Twitter the other day and someone tweeted. I've actually forgotten what their thing was. Okay, that... that. Which probably d- defeats the point of this story. But it did remind me of something that I thought was a real thing when I was a kid. Right. So I was thinking we could maybe in, like open this up to our listeners. Yes. Maybe they can email us and let us know some of the things that they thought were real. when, Or not real, but things that happened that just are so... Like... Obviously not going like to happen. Like the crocodile that's going to get your toes at the end of the bed. Well, that... So I'll give you my example. You might understand it a bit more. <laughs> Here's a perfect example of us not planning this podcast before we do it. <laughs> so I used to think that street lamps had someone inside them turning them on every da- every night and turning them off every morning. Right, a bit like the man on the moon. It's what? a similar, like, like everyone used to think there was a man that lived on the moon. Did they? Yes. Did you not know... There is a man that lives on the moon, Crossy. Isn't wasn't that an advert, a Christmas advert? And you can see its face when it's a full moon. Sometimes. Is that not the face in the moon? Yeah, the man on the moon. I don't know what you're talking right, about. Right. Well, there's no man on the moon. Sorry if you believe that. And there's nobody that switches street lamps on. If people want to email us in with dumb things that they thought were a thing when they were yeah. a kid. I like it. What can we call it? And, dumb things that people thought were real um, when they were a kid. <laughs> That, yeah, good one. But imagine, I actually thought there were small people living in the street lamps that used to just turn the lights oh, on. Oh, I've off. got one. I thought the borrowers were real. I always wanted to be a borrower. <laughs> they, they, what, you thought they lived in your skirting board? No, I just thought, I just genuinely was like, I just want to go and live with the borrowers. I mean, your size growing <laughs> up, you were an absolute, you were tiny, tiny, tiny person. Like, you could have done. Yeah, my parents used to call me the sparrow. Oh, mm. nice. Yeah. Right, what else have you got for me? Sparrow. Uh, that's me for this week. I have got one more, but I think we need a bit more time to explain it, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave that one for next Save week. Save it for next week. I've got nothing, but I, what I am going to have to do is just stand up, because, because, Crossy, on Saturday we were playing and I had a back spasm. Oh, my God, how bad are they? Oh, they're awful, aren't Right, they? so I'm like having to do laps while we're batting because I can't sit down. And Boise gets 70 odds and gets out in like the 18th over and comes off. She's like, you're right. Why are you doing laps? It's absolutely village. I was like, I've got a back spasm. Shorzy's like, shh, the, the opposition will hear you. I was like, I'm pretty sure they can tell something's not quite right. The fact I'm doing laps on my own at Grace Road. So now you just stood so up now, doing the now podcast. Now I'm stood up doing the podcast, looking out the bedroom window because I can't sit down for too long. It really hurts. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to stand up. Right, should I just ask you some questions then? Should we go upstairs with someone? <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, you're not in a fit state to go upstairs with anyone. I don't yeah, think. I, it's a struggle. Let me tell you that. Yeah. I would I would put my back out for Sue, though. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, then. Right, let's go upstairs with Sue. <laughs> Get my questions up. I've got one. Do you miss Crossy? Yeah. If you... <laughs> The delay has gone bad, hasn't it? Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Do you miss Crossy? Yes, I do. Nice, thank you. Next question. If you could only play one form of cricket for the rest of your life, which one are you choosing? ODIs. Test match, I've never played it, so I'm probably not getting picked. It doesn't matter, though. It's just whichever format you want to play. 
Oh, the hundred. The hundred. Yeah. Oh, the hundred. <laughs> Top of the morning. I'm going to play the hundred. Yeah, nice. You need to practice your Welsh accent, by the way. A way as. That's all I've got. <laughs> Good start. Good start. What Can are you know? playing? Um, probably I do. I did really enjoy the hundred, but ODIs. I feel like my bread and butter really, so I should stick with that. Yeah. Right. Not a question, but love the podcast. Makes me feel like I'm not driving alone every morning. Lovely. But Amy, you are. <laughs> <laughs> if you look around, Amy, there's actually no one in the car. Oh my god! Do you ever get that feeling when you're in the car and you're on your own that there's someone in it with you? Yeah, or I get the feeling that someone's going to poke their head from the top of the car through the back window. Yeah, honestly, sometimes if I park, if I go to the shop, like, to go to the, sh- the shop, I was going to give the name of a shop then, but we're not allowed. So you go to a shop, and then I just think, what if I left my car open and someone's just sat there waiting to jump out at me, and they're in my so car, but I'm driving, so what do I do? Things you thought that were real when you were younger that are not true. No, this is adult Kate. This isn't kid Kate. This is adult Kate. It is scary. The the dark is scary. Um, what are your thoughts on the New England shirts? Oh yeah, I like them. What's your favourite? The ODI shirt. The yeah, blue one. I do like the blue one. What about you? I think I prefer the T twenty one. I think I like the lions on it. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. What does Kate want to ultimately do with her master's degree? Work with Lanks, cricket, ECB, or even the ICC, or even leave cricket? I don't know, honestly. It de- I think it depends what doors get opened up for you. Um, and I'm sure, well, fingers crossed, there will be plenty of opportunity to like get involved in a sport. But I think I've done it to help cricket and to help women's cricket in particular. Um, but I'm also getting to the point where I'm starting to think about my dissertation and I'm like, why am I doing yeah. this? Why have I got 25,000 words to write in the middle of the busiest summer that I'm going to play? Mm, yeah, I mean, silly. Silly from you. But I guess once it's done, it's done. Yes. It'll be very, very good to have on the old CV. Why are you hiding now? I can't bear Because I got... You. You're on the honestly, floor. Honestly, my back. He's so sore. I've got physio in an hour. Okay. If the 100 had mascots, would you sign up to be inside the costume and for the mascot race if you weren't playing? Uh, absolutely not. Have you... Anyone that's ever been inside a mascot costume knows how much it stinks. It's like mouldy. They are not nice. I once dressed up as the All Star. I went down to Haywood as the All Star. <laughs> There's pictures of me dressed up in it. It's horrible. You're in like these braces, and then they put this big star costume on top of you, and you can't see because it's probably designed for a man. So like the eye holes don't match up. But I was watching like the T20 Blast starts this week, doesn't it? And I'm I'm I do enjoy the mascot race. I would love to be involved. Do you remember in that. when we commented on it at um, finals day? That was so much fun. But I would, I, I think we should, in fact, weirdly, I'm trying to find it now, but someone also mentioned a question about whether me and you should have a time trial as Lanky. So both of us dress up as Lanky and we do like a lap of the pitch and who does it quicker that'd, wins. That'd be actually very good. I can't find the question. Here it is. Can we have a mascot race time trial between you two dressed as Lanky? That's from Dom. Dom. You think we could get that Yeah, arranged? we can do that. But can I do it when my spine's all right? Because... I think I might yeah. die. Yeah, okay. Uh, not to be dramatic not, or anything. Not to be dramatic. No, I've just got you know a bit of muscle soreness. <laughs> How many runs will Crossy score in the Women's T20 Challenge Cup? I'm hoping none because I, I really don't want to have to bat if I'm being really honest because, Al, I've had two nets over here and it's like 
I've never played cricket before. It's like I can't hit the ball. They're a bit slower the wickets than what we used to at Old Trafford. Yeah, very true. But I've just also not done a great deal of cricket since coming back from the World Cup and our time off. So I'm I'm really hopeful I don't have to bat. Um, if I do, then maybe 10 runs would okay. be great. Okay. Which of you is better at getting the other out? Well, you've never got me out and I've got you out. So technically it's me, but actually factually it should be you. Yeah, yeah, I probably agree with that. I think... I face you more in the nets than you face me in the nets as well. That's because I avoid you at all costs. Do you remember when we had Exactly Remember when we had Leah Tahuhu um as an overseas and every time I went to bat she went in the other net? <laughs> <laughs> Who is your guilty pleasure of world cricket? Oh Stoyness. Oh I love that man. There's some Is he yours? Yeah. There's something about him. Well, actually, you're lying, aren't you? Because yours is actually Chris Wokes. <gasps> Crossy, I'm st- I'm not over that. Like, I've st- I'm anxious again. <laughs> guys, guys, you've got to listen to this. Not, for anyone that's not across our social media, we were bored on the bus on the eight-hour coach trip that we mentioned before, going to Brighton to lose really badly, and we did some Q and A's. And one of the questions was, do we like or do we yeah, do we like any of our guests? And we didn't get it really, no. did we? So I was like, I don't get your question, but do I fancy any of my guests? Yeah, Chris Wokes, Mark Wood. So I'm putting the story up and I'm like, can I tag them? I'll say, yeah, they're not going to see it. Next minute, Chris Wokes replies. He replied to the Nobles Instagram story <laughs> being like, classic Hartley at it again, saying what she thinks. Says it how it is. Good luck tomorrow. Oh my God, Crossy, like I have never died inside so much. And then I was like, right, so yesterday I checked if Mark Wood had seen it as well, and he hasn't. And that was what was supposed to happen. Why is why is Chris Wokes checking his DMs? Chris Wokes is, if you go on Instagram, Chris Wokes has liked everything. So it's either not him doing it, or he's mad keen on Instagram. As in everything on the Nobles account? No, just everything in general. Like your ESPN Crick Info, BBC Cricket, everything. He's liked everything. <laughs> Him and Maya Boucher like everything on Instagram. Boucher likes every meme on the sun. Exactly, on the sun. Is that not the right saying? I don't know what's... <laughs> under the sun? Under Is the it sun. under the sun? Yeah, I don't think... Because on the sun, you you die. Yeah, that's true. Um, who is Crossy... On the, maybe, maybe on the moon. Man on the moon. Who is Crossy supporting in the final stages of the IPL now CSK have been knocked out? I hate to say this, but I really wanted RCB to get through because of Glenn. Yeah. So they obviously won their last group stage game, which meant that they gave themselves a chance to get through. Um, I also love DK. I'm really, really pleased that DK's got back into the Indian team and he's had a really good season. So I'm, I'm going to have to support RCB. I've got a spare shirt you can wear. Who is the most improved player in the Charlotte Edwards Trophy this year? Oh, great question. Maybe somebody like Charlie Dean, I guess, because she's now playing for England. Boosh has had a great start, hasn't she? She's seemed to have scored runs in, in so many of the I've games. seen a real difference in Boise, Georgie Boyce. Yeah, yeah. Her and Lammy, wow, they've batted so well, haven't they? Together? Honestly, without them, we'd be up it's Greek. Maybe they need to get you in the middle order. <laughs> Crossy now, I've dropped the captaincy. I've got down the batting order. <laughs> 
<laughs> Is that how you're getting yourself up to Yeah, nine? I'm back at 11. Favourite quote or piece of advice? My favourite quote, which I have got tattooed on me, which my mum hates me for, is um, tough times don't last, tough people do. I love that. And every time you're in a tough place, I say it to you and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I do really like it because it's it's true, isn't it? It is literally so true. My dad said it to me when I was going through my really bad phase of, of my mental health. So it's just always stuck with me and I yeah. like it. Oh, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, isn't it, still? What are you planning for dinner? I will definitely be having more dal. I've had dal literally every single day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a bit more of that for me. What about I've you? I've just got some chicken breast out the freezer, so I'll have to see what is in the fridge post-training. So you'll probably order a Nando's? Yeah, yeah. Right, who would be the better leader? Prime Minister Hartley or Prime Minister Cross? Do you mean better is <laughs> in, like more fun or better as in actually doing the job <laughs> you would be like the leader of the monster raven loony parties you'd be the person that brings out the 99p coin or sells socks in threes so that you never lose a pair <laughs> that's genius crossy <laughs> that's what their policies were <laughs> Shut up. that was someone and the monster raven loonies were led by a cat al <sighs> a I cat remember this. they had in charge of their party and these were the policies that they that would be you no, it wouldn't. I would just make sure that we had a four-day working week. Yeah, I think we need to do that. Mm. I say that like I've got a real job. I don't. Yeah, it's only so I only have to train twice a week. I have a four. I do actually have a four-day working week, so I don't know what I'm complaining about. I have a, technically a three-day. But for everyone, everyone that actually does work properly, we feel yeah. you. Um, if you weren't cricketers, what job would you want to do? <laughs> I always wanted to work, hear me out here, but I always wanted to work on the tills in a, in a sh- shop. <laughs> I always wanted to do the beep, beep. And then they brought out self-scanning machines and it was like the best thing that ever happened Because your me. dream came true. Yeah, because I got to do it. So actually I've lived that dream, so maybe I need to think of something else. The police? I'd like to work in the police. I mean, would you not want to be like a director of cricket like you're doing in your master's? Yeah. <laughs> I did apply to... I Did I tell you that I applied when I finished uni to go into the prison service? No. Yeah, I applied for a post-grad scheme at HMP. Uh, I didn't get it. I got booted out after the first round. Oh, they didn't like me. Um, but I wanted, to, I wanted to go and do psychology with people in there to be like, why do you think it's acceptable to like murder someone? <laughs> Who would be the better bowler? Crossy bowling spin or Alex bowling fast? Do you know what really annoys me? Because... All seamers think they can be a spinner. Like, well, they they can. Al, have you ever heard of a spinner going into seam bowling towards the back end of the career? Or how many people have you heard of being a seamer who then go into spin and make a career out of it? Yeah, and it makes us genuine spinners look like absolute mugs. Well, it does because it's a simple skill, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not a simple skill. I want I want to see you pitch a ball outside the off stump and clip the middle stump. Yeah, I could You do actually that. do that with your seamers and it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Someone tweeted me in the World Cup saying, why are you just a fast spinner? <laughs> so the answer to that is Crossy would be the better spinner. Yeah. You used to bowl a bit of pace, didn't y- you? Yeah, time? my first Langs game, I was a seamer. When you were a little sparrow? Yeah, bowled 12 wides, never again, bowled seam. Never again, not been seen not since. Been seen. Sometimes I like to run in a ball seam just to see if I've still got it, you know. <laughs> do you? No, absolutely not. <laughs> 
No, absolutely not. Um, we've still got a bit of time, Al, before the timer runs out. So what do we do now? We've not, we've not thought about this scenario. No, should we just wait for it to tick over? Should we just leave it silent for three minutes? I could tell the story that's on my podcast sticky notes to finish Go it on off. Then. Okay, it's it's a quite a scary story. Mm. You know it obviously because you know everything about me. But a couple of weeks ago, I don't know why this podcast has involved the tailenders so much, but here we go again. A few weeks ago, I had a missed call from a number that I didn't recognize. Oh my god, I can't believe you're going to tell this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell it because it was weird yeah. as. So, um, missed the call. It was like midnight, and then had a text message, WhatsApp message from a phone that had the same number. Didn't know who it was. Saying, hey, Kate, long time no speak. How are you doing? So I was like, sorry, don't have your number. Who's this? And they replied saying, it's Felix. So I was like, oh, hey, Fee. Thinking, how many Felixes do I know? There's only one that I know. He's in the tailenders, Felix White. So I'm having a nice chat with Felix. He was like, when I'm next up in Manchester, I'll let you know. We'll go for some lunch, grab a drink. I'm like, yeah, sure, sounds great. And then he happened to be in Manchester the following yeah. Wednesday. So we arranged to meet up, go for lunch. And got to the day before and i hadn't heard much from him for a couple of days so i was like fee are we still getting lunch tomorrow he didn't reply he didn't reply it just one ticked on whatsapp so i was like oh this is weird oh the time has just gone off quick i'll round the story up i'll make it shorter so um, you instagrammed him instagrammed him because he put an instagram story up so i was like his phone's definitely working so sent him a message saying fee don't want to sound mad keen like messaging you on two different platforms but are we meeting up tomorrow or not and he was like kate i don't know what you're talking about you've not messaged me and i'm in spain <laughs> so for a full week of my life i was talking to someone that i thought was felix from the tail enders and it wasn't and i still to this day do not know who this person is and they is. pretended to be felix and they wanted to meet you for lunch it so happened me and you were getting lunch that day so i was like i'll can come meet felix but i was genuinely going to go and meet this person who was catfishing me on my own and then the day well they've blocked you now haven't they so we still don't know who it is their yeah. number is out of service still don't know who it is. so fake felix yeah we tried to ring it when we had that night at the cricket club didn't we We tried to ring it and the number doesn't exist anymore so somebody out there whoever you are that was not a nice trip no i'm it's actually pretty scary well, I had a night in the flat where I was like, gosh, I am actually like for the first time scared to be on my yeah. own. So that was my story on my sticky notes. I got catfished. There's some weird people out there though, isn't there? Like by, Fe by Felix from Thailand. <laughs> and then I messaged Felix the next day, be like, lunch was rubbish without you. And they were like, seriously, I think she needs to go to the police. Yeah, you wanted me to ring the police. So weird. What are people doing with their time? I don't know, but it's... Do something meaningful. Start a podcast. Do something better. Yeah, make the world a better place. Don't make it a worse place. Good. I like that. That's how we're finishing this podcast. Make the world a better place, not a worse yeah, place. Yeah, come on. Guys, if you want to know ballers, you can right. get in touch on... Noballspodcast at bbc.co.uk. Noballspodcast at bbc.co.uk. It's so good. This is going to be terrible. It's so they good. They said it twice. They said it twice. Thanks, guys. That was terrible. Bye. Bye. And cross strikes in the first over. It's what England were looking for. Hartley balls down the track, comes scoring. This time, chicken acts. It's either six or out. It's six. It's a real cutthroat business. And if it doesn't happen, and it doesn't work the way you say it would as a manager, as a coach, you will be sacked.
And you say, well, what if it does work? Well, basically, you've got another weekend. <laughs> it's the podcast that lifts the lid on just what it takes to survive as a football manager. So you talk about falling into a job. I well and truly fell into that one. <laughs> Join Craig Levine, me, Amy Irons, and guests as we look at the stresses and joys of football management. All of a sudden, you're leaving one or two out of the team. You're telling them that they're not playing on the Saturday. Uh, oh, it's different. <laughs> Sacked in the morning. Listen on BBC Sounds.